Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cricket and the King podcast, the podcast where Jesus is the answer to everything and we are constantly expanding on that one point. I'm your host Ben and today we're going to be talking about da 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 Christ in the mundane and the title is going to be what this is about even though usually the title is kind of unrelated and more related to a random tangent that I'll go on later on, sort of like this one, but I've been thinking about it a lot. And I don't know about you guys, but this portion of my life has been, by this portion, I mean the last like four to five months, has been fairly boring. And I haven't been podcasting because I've been like, this is boring. I'm not really learning anything new, but I am learning lots. And a dear friend pointed out to me that even if what you are learning only applies to you, maybe it will help somebody else if you communicate it. So here I am on my podcast, communicating what I'm learning. And what I'm learning is about what I said, Christ in the mundane. I have seen this theme, uh, something that's been highlighted to me by the Holy Spirit as I read the scripture, is that there are these super awesome moments that we see in the Bible, right? Like Paul's like busy raising the dead and people are throwing rocks at him and it's real busy. But then there's the parts that we don't see where he's traveling from place to place and the traveling is, you know, weeks and weeks of just boring averageness. You know, he's busy communing with the Holy Spirit, being in fellowship with, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit and hanging out uh, with the people that he's traveling with, you know, and they're talking to one another and they're singing and loving one another and just doing regular life. And he still has to cook food. He still has to poop, which he was on a lot of boats, so I don't know if they just did that in a bucket or, you know, that's a TMI, but I, I think about these things. And so he's he's just living regular life, and we, we always, you know, we read this blurb of his life, and we're like, oh, that's the entirety, but we miss the boringness of what he's going for, uh, or the boringness of the journey, I guess. Uh this the same uh, it's more prevalent in the old testament especially but um the two examples that are strongest in my mind would be joseph who actually although he has prophetic dreams he and experiences the miraculous in a situational type way there's not a lot of actually parting the red steel oh my goodness parting the red sea style glory going on Joseph has these dreams when he's a young man. He spends all this time being a slave and essentially just being a good slave, like doing it well, um, which I can imagine is fairly boring. Then he gets a false rape accusation and gets thrown in jail. And then he just lives a mundane jail existence and persists in even doing I was going to say doing jail well, but being a prisoner well, I guess, is the way you would describe that. And he's, uh, he just carries on. And it's this long, long time. We don't actually know at what point he got out of prison and became, you know, right hand to Pharaoh and all that. But it was, it was a while. And those prisons were not fun. And so he's just living this. And then, you know, he interprets a dream, a touch of the supernatural again. I'm sure he was still dreaming and, and loving God through all this. He never blamed God. He was always very faithful you know he committed himself to the lord and just carried on but it was just so boring and 
then this big thing happens. And then even after the big thing happens, it is the delegation of the storage and distribution of food to get through a famine. That's his like glorious experience. And, but it, it all glorifies God. His whole life is a testament to Christ. Um, obviously, there's like a lot of symbolism and just general stuff that you can take away from the story and life of Joseph that points to Christ. And then uh, the, the next example of absolute horrible boringness, and this one is actually better, I think, because we have the time frame. So although Joseph was, I don't know how old Joseph was when he became right-hand man to Pharaoh, but um, with Moses, Moses left being a prince when he was 40, approximately. And then from the time he was 40 till he was 80, he, <laughs> uh, he was a shepherd. And just out in the desert, raising a family, living in tents, drinking goat milk, eating sheep, you know, doing whatever you do out in the in the desert wilderness type there, you know, keeping the bears and lions and various other critters away from eating your livestock. And he did that for a long, long time. And he just persisted in that. And he had relationship with God, right? But he was just living regular life and doing his best to live regular life well. And then out of that place, you know, bam, burning bush, miracles, plagues, gets all crazy. Um, but, you know, then there's a lot of walking after that. Leading the people of Israel was like a lot of walking. Like, I don't know if you guys, any of my audience has ever watched VeggieTales, but they have this song that's like, keep walking, but you won't knock down our wall. It's it's about the story of Joshua, but I feel like it applies to Moses' life. Like, he was doing a lot of walking. You know, pillar of cloud by day, pillar of fire at night, and, and it, it was moving occasionally, and that was obviously the presence of the Lord with them. And they... They were just doing regular life stuff, and obviously it was exciting, you know? But there was an element of boring. Like, they still had to go out and collect manna that was miracle bread that fell on the ground, or was, like, flaky on the ground. I don't, you know, I don't really know. I haven't seen manna personally, so I can't know. But, but um, yeah, it was, it, they still had to go collect it, you know, eat food, set up their tents, their clothes didn't wear out, so that was nice, but they still, I'm sure, you know, they put their pants on one leg at a time, or I guess they wore kind of like robe smock things, I don't know, whatever, they put their robe on one arm at a time, like everyone else, and, and you know, they still had to just live regular life in the midst of these supernatural experiences, and I know that in the charismatic church especially, people... I don't like the label. Like, we're all trying to work towards the same thing, and I think I've made my position on denominations pretty clear. But, you know you know what I mean. Churches that have that that Shabbat bend, the, the speaking in tongues and craziness, you know, the flag people, um, they, they all, you, a lot of them want an experience and desire this incredible experience and aren't willing to put in the work into normal, regular, boring life. Like, you know, when I say Jesus is the answer to everything, he really is, including doing the dishes and taking out the garbage. Because, you know, he, despite being equal with God, he considered equality with God not something to be grasped, and instead humbled himself and became like a servant. So, like, 
we're like, oh, servanthood, it's time to do the dishes and not complain about it and humble myself. The greatest among you will be the servant of all, you know, arm yourselves with the same attitude as Christ. You know, it's, it's just like the boring elements of life are the elements that we need to be diligent in and also understand that it's just part of being on this earth. It's part of learning how to function well in society with others, you know, love God, love people. And it's part of, it's part of our, um, faithfulness. It's a testimony to perseverance, right? Like we've talked about in previous podcasts, I've talked about persevering and how many times it's brought up and how important it is. And even in Peter, you know, it says like, do not weary of doing good. Like so many things, like it's so easy to get tired of just doing the mundane life and wanting something exciting. But those super exciting extracurriculars are predicated upon a lifetime of boring consistency. And what I mean by boring might not be boring for everyone, but for me, I have a bit of an intense personality. So if I'm not freaking wrestling bears or whatever, I feel existentially bored constantly. And I'm sure a lot of younger guys deal with that same sort of thing. Um, But some people are happy to just do regular life stuff, but that's not the way I am. But something that I'm learning in this time is the importance of that regular life stuff. And so this is just a short blurb, and uh, I'm not going to ramble on about it too much because I think the simplicity of the concept doesn't have to be expanded on with like you know, all these great stories and points, but I just wanted to kind of pop on, uh, add another, um, you know, add another little chunk of knowledge. Not that, um, not that too many people are listening to this, but you know, if one day there's many people that need that advice to like, Hey, wash the dishes, wash your clothes, do your laundry. Life is mostly boring. Walk with Jesus. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah. If you need that encouragement, (laughs) I'm glad I could give it to you. And, uh, that's, that's it. That's it for now. So, Everyone, um, blessings, have a great day, evening, morning, whatever time you happen to be listening to this, and I will talk to you next time about whatever God puts on my heart. Thanks for listening. Bye.